Okay, guys, it has been a while. Don't kill me. Hear me out. Homecoming. I'm a high school teacher. It took me all the way out. Then there was a little bit of testing. That took me all the way out. Then there was senior night. And I um, make these little pins Beautiful ribbons and buttons with the kids' faces on them. I sell those. So there was about a week or so in there where I was pretty busy with that. But nonetheless, I am back. Welcome to the Unmothered and Unbothered podcast. It is me, I, she, Precious Detina. And I'm so happy to be back. On the, um, I want to say back on the mic so bad, but I'm on my phone. I'm not on the mic, but I'm so glad to be back. Um, just been a lot going on and I've kind of slowed down. So I'm here and I have a few things I want to say. So stay tuned. All right, y'all. So I definitely have to start this episode, um, by just saying thank you for sticking around I still have many, many interactions with you guys through social media. Um, gotten a few emails, actually, and some DMs from people that are really, really listening to the podcast episodes. And um, one of my, uh, one of the highlights of the past few weeks has been my students. I have had several um, of my students to tell me they just discovered my podcast. I think it was maybe one or two of them who kind of just put it out there and it has just taken fire, just taken fire. Is that right? Caught fire, like taking wind, maybe flight, taking flight. That's it. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, that's exciting because I'm sitting in my room and you know, I'll get a knock on the door and somebody will come in and they're just like, they're so dramatic and I love it because I'm dramatic. And, um, they just, one girl in particular just stood in front of my dad. She was like, oh my God, Miss Jordan. Oh my God. You don't even know. I am like, oh my God. And I'm like, what is going on? Your podcast? Like, I just can't even, I don't even want to, like, I can't even, I don't even want to. And I'm just dying because I love the theatrics, like love them because I'm like full of drama myself so I'm just cracking up but um she has been um listening to him and I think by now she's probably finished so anyway I just really really love that kind of reminded me that I do need to focus on teen girls because for me I speak to the women that are my age you know a little bit younger but mostly like adults because I do focus a lot on the residual damage um but I do need to focus on kind of catching young women at a really good time when they're young so that they don't have to carry some of the hurt and the damage into adulthood. So, you know, it's really good for me to have kind of experienced them being excited about it so that I can refocus, spread out all of my advice and, you know, just kind of spread out and spread a little bit thinner to reach a um, larger audience. So... That's been going on. Um, The last episode I talked about having kind of just 
been in a good place with my mom and how she bought me a gift. Uh, no, sent me a card and a gift for my birthday. But since that episode, I actually went to see my mom. I have not seen her in several years. Several years. Yeah, she actually has lived in Ohio and back by now. Um, so that was really nice. You know, surprisingly, I it's not that I don't want to visit with her. Like, I didn't feel any kind of way. I wasn't nervous. You know, we often have a really good time because she likes to talk. I like to talk. And I don't know if it just feels normal to me. So... It wasn't really a like a big deal, but she was so excited to, um, you know, to have me to come see her. And she told me that she wanted to apologize to me, but she wanted to do it in person. And so I went to see her and um, that was nice. I stayed several hours and we just chit chatted and it's cool. I'm, when I go back to Birmingham, I will surely visit again so that's a lot of progress for me if you know me personally and you know the story of me and my mom then you would know that that is huge and I've come a very long way very long way so I'm really excited about that and I will continue to share you know that journey and like different milestones with you guys because that's really what it's about. It's not just about what I'm saying on here. It's about what I'm actually doing as well. Um, and, you know, recording these episodes has really helped me too. Listening to them sometimes. Not a lot. I really don't like to listen back to, listen back to my episode. Listen to my episode. Listen back. Is that something about that didn't sound right. But anyway, I don't go back and listen because I don't know. I just don't like I've read and seen in interviews how actors and actresses, they don't watch their own movies. Like, I get that. I probably wouldn't. If I was, I probably wouldn't. Because I just don't listen a lot. Every now and then, I will go back and listen to an episode if I just need some kind of motivation. So, it's been real therapeutic for me. Um, Let's see what else is going on. Um... I have, oh yeah, that's a good one. So I have really been wanting to make sure I'm making it known and making myself available for speaking engagements because that really is what I ultimately would love to do with my life. I would love to be a published author, you know, a New York Times bestselling author. Um, And I believe I will be one day and I would love to travel and just promote my book and do that workshops and seminars and guest be a guest speaker and keynote speaker that's really what I want to do so I have been trying to make sure that I am letting people know that I'm available for different things and just putting that out into the in, in, into the atmosphere just putting that energy out and just really stepping into the role of being a public speaker instead of saying that's something that I want to do I am making sure I'm cognizant of the fact that people already want me to come out and speak. But what I was not doing was presenting myself as someone who would be open to those opportunities. But now I am. And so, you know, when you throw things out there, I believe that God hears it. And so I've gotten, 
I have two different um, speaking engagements planned. Like I, they're scheduled, one for November, one for February already. Isn't that crazy? And then I'm about to drop this one pager, my signature speeches on them, all of that, my signature signature talks. So it's about to be crazy. I'm about to I'm about to get my whole life together. So that's been going on. And before I jump into the quick topic, anything else? Uh, you know what? Let me say this, y'all. Before I get into what I'm talking about. I have been trying to stay on top of this social media game. It's exhausting. Like, I, I just don't believe that it has to be this hard. Like, I read and read and read and research and... You know, they talk about how you should post, when you should post, what you should hashtag, and, you know, Facebook this and, and Pinterest this. And I am, like, exhausted. How do people do this with a full-time job? I, I, I don't know. Maybe they don't have a full-time job, but it's exhausting. And I just have decided I'm going to do what feels right. Um, I do know I need to interact. I do know I need to let things be known and put myself out there. And I do know that social media is far reaching and I will continue to post like I normally do. I've never been the type that really just followed these strict rules. There are some that I do follow with like hashtagging and things, but you guys, you know what? It can't, everybody that's out there that has a lot of followers and a lot of interactions I just don't believe that they're up all times of the night and day. It's got to be easier than that. And I'm just, it's a lot. Um, it's exhausting. And I just don't see me doing all of that. It's just so involved. So that's that's my little, my rant for the day. I just had to get, I had to get that off my chest. All right. So I just want to talk real quick um, about something that I noticed. <clears throat> I was talking with a friend about something that had happened with her and her mom. And she told me, you know, about the argument. And as she's telling me about the argument and she's telling me what she said, what her mom said, what she said, what her mom said, the part of the argument that stood out to me was the way that her mom spoke to her. So what we were really talking about, what my friend, you know, brought to my attention was so minute to me in comparison to how her mother was speaking to her. So when she would be like, I said, and my mama was like, and then I was like, I was caught up on, your mama called you what? Your mama said, huh? And she just brushed it off. She was like, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about this. I said, but... I'm stuck on how, like, she does she really, has she always spoken to you like that? She was like, yeah, ever since I was, like, 12, 13, she's just always spoken to me. And it was using profanity, and it was calling B-word, and it was, you know what, you think you this, and you ain't nothing. And I was like, wow. So, okay. Well, then I have had to kind of help some young people in some different situations, And in one of those situations, um, the young lady showed me an interaction with her mom via text. 
and I'm reading the text and my mouth is dropping and I'm like, your mother talks to you like that? And she was like, yeah, yeah, but but keep scrolling. I'm talking about, look right here, this, this, this. And I'm like, okay, I see that, but your mother just called you a bitch. Um, she just said that, you know, I'm starting to feel the, the same way about you as I did your dad. She was like, oh, you know, I know. We just get angry. and So this is the second instance in which I am completely shocked by the way that these mothers are talking to their kids, specifically their daughters, right? And this is no judgment to mothers. I, I never want you all to think that I'm saying that I know what you go through or how it feels to be a mother. I don't. What I do know is what healthy communication is um, and unhealthy communication. So that was the second person. The third young lady, it was the same. She came to me to speak to me. She was talking to me. And the things that she was saying that her mom said again, I was shocked. And what this all boils down to, guys, is the fact that I don't even think that people realize when they're being disrespected and when they are being spoken to in a way that is dysfunctional, unhealthy, and counterproductive. I don't think people realize it. I think I would have way more followers on Facebook, on Instagram. I would have way more listeners on my podcast if people didn't think that being called a bitch by their mother was normal. I, you know, it kind of saddened me. I, I'm really, I'm really sad about it because what happens is when you don't know that that's an issue, right? And then you get older and other people begin to use those same words and speak to you in the same way. You don't know that it's wrong. You think it's okay. You go out, you get a boyfriend. He's calling you out of your name, yelling at you, disrespecting you, putting you, you know, um, on, on this guilt trip. Um, you think it's okay because that's what was done to you by your mom or your dad or whomever. But specifically, these were instances of, you know, a mother and daughter uh, argument or dialogue. I was blown away by the way that these young girls and, and my friend was spoken to. And they all thought that it was like, oh, that's just, you know, that's just how we talk. Like, that's normal. And it's not. That's why I do what I do. I, I This is not a popular subject. People don't want to talk about mothers. I know that. People don't want to talk about um, the, the, the whole unmothered, unbothered thing makes people uncomfortable and they don't want to talk about um, moms who don't do right by their kids. And the reality is that there are many mothers that don't do right by their kids. There are many mothers that um, don't try at all. My, like my mom, she didn't raise me. There are some mothers who do keep their kids and raise them, but they're in these real toxic environments. You know, sometimes it's because that's how they were raised and they haven't figured it out yet, whatever it may be. Um, some mothers are toxic and some, some kids don't even realize it. And the mother doesn't either. It's just... It is, it is so sad to me and it's very frustrating because you do not have to be spoken to like you are nothing. You don't. 
And I watch, since then I've been watching interactions with my students or if I'm with my friends, it's like, I am often called like extra over the top and dramatic because for example, you're not gonna talk to me like you wanna talk to me. You're just not gonna say what you wanna say to me. You're not gonna say it in a tone that I don't appreciate. You're gonna watch your words when you're talking to me. And if you cannot do that, then don't talk to me. And I'm adamant about that. And I am not gonna budge on it. It is non-negotiable because I know how I'm supposed to be uh, talked to. Like you need to come to me correctly and with some respect. And I want everybody, whether it's a man or a woman, to demand respect. People should not speak to you any kind of way. And that includes your mother. Like, I know this is stepping on some toes, but your mother has no business calling you a bitch or telling you you're not cute. Oh, I don't like you. I ain't like your dad. I don't like you. That is not normal. And I don't care who disagrees. It's not normal. And I do what I do because of that. That is the problem. Nobody has the gall, no, the nerve to step in and say, like, I don't want my mother talking to me like that. Or you're my mother. Don't talk to me like that. Nobody wants to talk about it. And when I was like shocked and appalled by the language and they were just looking like, what's the issue? What? I'm like, what? You know, my mother wasn't there, but you know, there's so many instances I can go back and say that I don't remember her being around, you know, for long periods of time. And to be honest, we didn't really start to have conversations or, or disagreements that might have led to arguments until I was an adult. I didn't grow up being spoken to like that. Now, I wasn't always treated correctly. I wasn't always treated with care and concern and love by the relative, relative or relatives that I lived with from time to time. But even then... It was more, I was, I was more emotionally abused. I was never physically or sexually abused and not really, you know, verbally abused, but more emotionally, you know, I, I, I didn't receive the, the love and the care and the concern. I wasn't neglected um, by a family member, but I just don't ever remember being spoken to that way. I do remember being in a household with my cousin in which her and her husband at the time would argue and they would talk to each other that way and yell and scream and use profanity. And it is why, that's why yelling and just being hostile in your tone is, it's a trigger for me. It's a trigger for me. Um, And that's probably why I'm so triggered by the conversations that I'm reading and seeing and and hearing about between these women and these young girls and their mothers, because it doesn't have to be that way. Only one of the young ladies said to me, oh, I know, I know that something is wrong with it. And I've gotten to the point where I tell her now, I don't understand what you're saying because you're yelling and I don't want to receive what you're saying because you're being disrespectful. And this is a girl talking to her mom and I was so proud of her for that. We have got, it does not matter because she's your mother or a mother. You should still be able to say 
that you don't like something. I don't know. That that's that really is what led me to like, you know what, you need to get this out. You've been busy, you need to make time. I just want to leave y'all with that. Like, demand the respect that you know you need and you know you deserve. If you don't know what you, you deserve because you have low self-esteem, you know, the perception you have of yourself um, is that you don't matter and that um, you're a horrible person, whether it's because that's what you've been fed by someone um, or if that's just something that you feel because you're not happy with yourself, you need to begin to work on loving yourself. I will say this until I'm blue in the face. Self-love will heal so many wounds. It will stop people from treating you any kind of way because you won't allow it. Because you love yourself so much. Uh-uh, how dare you? I don't know who you think I am. You'll have that attitude. You won't allow people to treat you badly, to use you and walk over you and talk to you like you're nothing. You won't allow it because you love yourself so much. So if you don't think that you deserve to be treated with respect and love and, and to be spoken to in a respectful manner, then you need to work on loving yourself. Because I don't care what you've done or what someone has said to you or how disappointed you are in your past. It doesn't matter. You deserve to be treated with respect and you deserve it, deserve to be treated with the utmost um, like care. You know, people need to be careful with you. Oh, that's one of my favorite tracks off of Cardi B's. What's Cardi B's album? Um, privacy, something about privacy. Invasion of privacy, I don't know. But that song called Be Careful, I play it over and over and over. People need to be careful with you. Don't talk to you like you're crazy. No, it's not going to happen. And if they don't like it and they, who you think you are? Well, I don't matter who I think I am. What I know is that you're not going to treat me that way. It's easy for me to say, and I know everybody is not like me, but you need to dig deep because if you don't get a handle on it, then people are going to treat you like a doormat for the rest of your life. And don't nobody want a doormat for nothing except wiping their dirty feet on it. You don't want to be the person that people just unload their dirt on and when they're angry and when they have low self-esteem and when they don't like themselves they unload on to you because you allow it no ma'am no sir i need you to work on that please please do all right i'm gonna go because you know i'm getting upset <laughs> so i'm very passionate about that i really 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 feel good about coming back i hope you guys enjoy this episode, um, promise not to stay away this long again, and be sure to leave me a rating and a review in iTunes. Spread the love, spread the word, follow my Instagram page, Unmothered and Unbothered, Unmothered A-N-D, Unbothered, and follow my um, Facebook group, the Unmothered and Unbothered group on Facebook. All right, until next time, I'll talk to you later.